Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I told you. I told you. As my friends in New York used to say to me all the time, my largely my Italian friends, take it easy. <laughs> take it easy on sessions. Now, usually I don't get into the I told you so's, but I'm going to get into the I told you so's now. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on the weekend. Special edition McCabe firing, McCain, McCabe termination special. Producer Joe, how are you on this fine Saturday? Rut row, Dano. Here we go. Yeah, I'm just drinking my coffee. Just got off Fox a little while ago, but I would be remiss if I did not produce some content for you. Today's show is brought to you by... Nobody, because we didn't sell today's show. So it's brought to you by me and Joe. Okay, a couple things. I don't want to waste your time. I'll give you about uh, 10, 15 minutes on this. Here's what you need to know. Here are the takeaways. On a very serious note, be patient with sessions, folks. I'm begging you. I, I, I'm i not trying to claim it for me now. That this is the serious part, okay? Now that the comedy act is over. Right. I have some very good, credible sourcing on this. That there are things going on behind the scenes and that there are more coming. This was a tough decision for Sessions. You may say, what do you mean tough decision? He needed to go. Of course he needed to go, McCabe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm with you a thousand percent. I'm not talking about the 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 um, the evidence or the reasons. I'm talking about the politics of it were always going to be rough. Why? Because the left are maniacs. They're going to paint everything. It's the Saturday Night Massacre, man. Mm-hmm. Trump's a tyrant. The politics are always going to be ugly because the left is insane. Plain and simple. But folks, notice how he did it. This is why I say careful with Sessions. He waited. They waited. They waited. They waited until Friday night up to the last minute. He had until basically until Sunday morning to make this thing happen. Or I think it was Saturday at five o'clock. They waited to the last minute. What did that force the media to do? It forced the media, Joe, to cover the entire story and the failures of Andy McCabe the entire mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. It was a tactically very savvy decision, if that's one of the reasons they made it. that I don't have that from a source, just let me be clear, but I'm guessing that I think that's why they did it and waited so long. Let the, inf- you know, hold, 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 let the media cover it and then do it. Okay. Point number two to refute. The Democrats are going to tell you this was a politically motivated decision. Really? Really? Was it? Joe, Hmm. who requested this IG investigation into the Hillary Clinton email scandal that resulted in the firing of Andrew McCabe? I'll answer that one for you. Mm -hmm. The Democrats did, not the Republicans. Right. The Democrats wanted this investigation into the handling of the Clinton email scandal. It wasn't a Republican request. The IG, the inspector general, whose report led to the termination of McCabe in conjunction with the FBI Office of Professional Responsibility, which concurred, by the way, a non-political entity, which concurred with the termination decision, Mm -hmm. was a Democrat-requested investigation. Democrat, Democrat. The guy who conducted the investigation, Michael Horowitz, was an Obama appointee. So if you're going to say something really stupid, you snowflakes out there, like, oh, it was a politically motivated decision. By who? An Obama appointee conducting what was a Democrat uh, requested investigation? Come on. Come on. Really. Get over yourself. 
You can't possibly be that dumb. Mm. Another point here. McCabe, there is more coming out, folks. Have I, Joe, have I steered the audience wrong at all, anywhere? No, Dan, you've been steering if, right along. And Joe... <laughs> Joe's the one who texted me this morning. Dude, we got to do a special edition. So you can thank Joe. By the way, you better build CR for this one, too. This isn't free. <laughs> I will. <laughs> that was probably an off-air conversation. But anyway, keep it in the show. All right. What else is happening here? Based on, again, good information I'm getting. McCabe, better dial it back for a moment. Uh, I don't know any easier way to say that. Some of the stuff coming out about McCabe, or it may come out about McCabe relatively quickly, is not very good, folks. We don't even have all the information yet. Let me throw something out at you. Jim Comey was effectively a part-time director of the FBI. Comey often left early in the week and came back on a Tuesday rather than a Monday, spent a lot of time up in one of his homes up in the Northeast. Um Andy McCabe, m- much of the time, was effectively in charge. He was the number mm-hmm. two at the FBI. Now, I don't want to d- dismiss Comey as a major player in this either, but Andy McCabe had an inordinate amount of responsibility for a number two. After hours, Andy McCabe you know, may have received some email traffic and stuff on phones. That email traffic and texts, again, you just you heard it here first. That email uh, traffic and text is going to be very illustrative of a very significant leadership problem at the FBI. I'm trying to dance a bit on this because I don't like to get out ahead of my skis. Not that the information I I'm not I'm confident about it. I just everything in pieces, folks, everything in pieces. Old Andy's in a lot more trouble than just his pension. Um. Finally, on this, four pieces of information outside of just the fact that the behavior was unethical, but four pieces of information to fortify your case that this was the right call. Folks, he botched the Hillary case. Large swaths of it, he was the number two in the FBI during the Hillary Clinton email investigation. His wife was running as a a, a Democrat candidate for state Senate in the state of Virginia. There's nothing wrong. Let me be crystal clear. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, Joe? Right, right. Nothing wrong. Here's where the problem comes in. Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat governor of the same state his wife is running in, and his associated and affiliated PACs and people who are connected with him in the Democrat Party donate $700,000, an inordinately large sum of money for a state Senate race, to McCabe's wife. While McAuliffe, by the way, was still under investigation for a FBI case where McCabe was in the FBI at the management level. You may not have heard about that part of it. McCabe is also obviously intimately involved in the investigation into Democrat Party nominee for president, Hillary Clinton, while his wife is running as a Democrat. And Terry McAuliffe is connected at the hip to Hillary Clinton. The the McAuliffe's and the Clintons go way, way, way back. Folks, he should have recused himself. This was a clear as day conflict of interest. And again, for those of you out there saying, well, that's a stretch. Is it a stretch? I ran for office. You know what I had to do? I had to leave my job as a Secret Service agent because of the Hatch Act. You may say, well, it's his wife. Yes, it's his wife, but his wife was receiving money from the people he was investigating. Ooh. That's a clear as day conflict of interest unless you're walking around with a blindfold on. 
He did not recuse himself from that investigation, folks, until one week before the presidential election. Awful, awful decision-making. Number two, the FISA process. Andy McCabe's the number two in the FBI, while the FBI is seeking out warrants to spy on Carter Page and members of the Trump team. We now know that McCabe has said, and testimony up on the Hill, that's all transcribed, by the way, that the FISA warrant would not have existed without the dossier that is now known to be false. So not only did McCabe not recuse himself from the Clinton investigation, he was a senior manager at the FBI while they uh, they attempted to uh, uh, go through the FISA court to spy on American citizens with information they never verified. And he acknowledged it in the transcribed t- uh, testimony. Right. Folks, this is incompetence at, at, a, at, a, at an apocalyptic level. Joe, if this were you and I in the private sector, you know uh, as good as I, not only would he be as well as I do, not only would Andy McCabe have been fired, yeah. his salary probably would have been clawed back too. Yeah, you think? Uh, gosh, finally. The Flynn prosecution. Andy McCabe is an upper level manager at the FBI. When Mike Flynn is prosecuted by false statements, despite the fact that the FBI agents interviewing Flynn acknowledge, along with Jim Comey, that Flynn was not lying, that he was likely truthful during the interview. Flynn is then subsequently prosecuted for lying to federal agents. How is that? They either said he was being truthful or he wasn't. They said on the record he was being truthful. Jim Comey said it himself. Well, it turns out McCabe and Flynn have a past. Flynn stuck up for someone who he felt was being uh, targeted by McCabe for various reasons, and McCabe doesn't like Flynn. I want to know his role in that as well. McCabe's role in the Flynn prosecution. I want to know McCabe's role with the FBI agents who interviewed him. Did he influence them? What did he tell them to say? Did he tell them to say anything? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Joe. Yo. Giving you the winkarooski. I got it, Dan. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Finally, really finally, because I said finally before. It was the penultimate finally. This is the finally finally. (laughs) Andy McCabe goes to the White House, talks to Reince Priebus, the former chief of staff, about a report in the New York Times about Russian connections to the Trump team. This is a a true story. This is the story will blow your mind. McCabe tells Priebus, in essence, that, oh, that story's all junk. They don't know what they're talking about at the New York Times. Priebus, reasonably, Joe, who is the former chief of staff, says to McCabe, well, can you guys then put out a public statement saying this is garbage, this Russian connection story? You're telling me this. Right. He says, I'll get back to you, McCabe. Checks with Comey, gets back to Priebus and says, sorry, we can't do anything publicly. Obviously, Priebus is disappointed because McCabe told him it was a crap story. Well, what appears in the newspaper the next day? A headline, Priebus and White House try to influence FBI to make story go away. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Priebus is understandably pissed after that and says, hey, dude, you came up to me and told me the story was junk. I didn't ask you to make it go away. You told me that. And then I said, can you say that publicly? Who else could have been a source for that leak? This guy, McCabe, had to have been the source. Had to. He was trying to make, or someone connected to him was trying to make the White House look awful. 
by leaking that tidbit of information. Folks, this is a disgrace. Andy McCabe had to go. God bless the men and women of the FBI. You're the best among us. I really, I appreciate the work you do. I've worked with a lot of them. A lot of people are calling. Um, friends of mine and some have contacted me. I've been in contact with other ones. They're upset at McCabe too, folks. But he had to go. All right, I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope that was 12 minutes of everything you needed to know on this case. I'll get back with you on Monday and give you some updates, but I really appreciate you spreading the word. Please uh, tweet this around and send it to your liberal friends who are, uh, you know, always confused about what's really going on behind the scenes. He had a need to go. He needed to go. Let's, uh, you know, save the Constitutional Republic uh, law and order and get rid of, start training the swamp of these bad actors. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'll see you all on Monday. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.